my personal prayer time with God. Um, some of you all know one or two of my little stories, and I have struggled with my mouth. Um, but today we're talking about what's wrong with cussing. What's, what's wrong with cussing? Now, I want to be really clear that when I say cussing, I mean cussing. I'm talking about the words that get bleeped on radio or on television. I'm, I'm talking about cussing. Had a few people uh, try to correct me on social media and say, do you mean cursing? No, I mean cussing. I mean cussing. You, 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 you might say cursing because cussing sounds just, just gutter. Um, but, but as you're saying cursing, no, I'm meaning cussing. So I just want to raise the question on the day and simply ask, what's wrong with cussing? Who was that? Who, who, who was that cussing so loudly when I passed your house this morning? A minister asked a little boy one Sunday morning. Oh, that was daddy, came the reply. He was late for church and couldn't find his Bible. <laughs> if we're real, many people have adopted profanity. You've adopted cursing or cussing into your regular vocabulary. I've been intrigued as I've played my own surveyor. The popular Christian surveyor's name is George Barna. I was my own George Barna these past couple of weeks. And if you will, I, I sampled where people were on this position. And Instagram has a, has a feature where you can, you can put a poll out on a post. And so I did just that. I, I put my poll out on my storyline of Instagram and ask the question, is it wrong for a Christian to quote unquote cuss? And to my surprise, 56% of the people said nothing is wrong with cussing. That was interesting because I was, I was very clear, is it wrong for a Christian to cuss? And, and I, I assume that, that those who were Answering the question, you know, you, you kind of develop a social media uh, grouping around uh, who it is that you are. 56% of the people said there is nothing wrong. I had some people that, that blamed their loose lips on Atlanta traffic. Maybe you didn't post, but you, you could have posted. <laughs> some, some folks said, there, there's no better way to express myself. <laughs> yeah, let the guilty say amen. So somebody, somebody said, it just feels good to let one fly. My purpose on today is that I didn't come to argue for or against. I came to argue from within. 
Let me put brakes on that, back that thing up, and let me say it one more time. I'm not going to build an argument today on is it right for you to cuss? Is it okay for a Christian to cuss? I'm not going to build an argument for cussing, and I'm not going to build an argument against cussing. Instead, I want to look beyond the profanity, and I want to shine a light on what's going on on the inside. A few have argued that, that there simply isn't an appropriate enough word to embody the dynamic of the moment. Well, may, may, maybe so. I happen to believe that, that you don't have to have, um, that, that you don't have enough of a handle on the English language and that your intellect is stunted when you cannot articulate yourself beyond a word that is considered to be Profanity. But let me just raise this question. Um, is the problem really one of lack of self-control? Is, 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 that, is that really what, 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 we, what we are dealing with? Um, now, now, let me just kind of bounce around and, and say that science and psychology even says that profanity relieves stress. Profanity relieves, relieves stress. I'll put this quote up. Put my quote up. Put my quote up. Here's a doctor, Magda Stroinska. She, she says, some swearing is perfectly justified. Usually when something unexpected happens and we need to vent our frustration, explains Stroinska, whose research focuses partly on the use of language in cultural stereotyping, politics, and propaganda. Quote, it communicates a strong emotional state that's difficult to express in any other way. This is, what, this is what psychology or this is what, what science would, would actually say, that there is an agreement, that there is a scientific yes, resounding yes, that it's okay. It's okay for, for Christian or non-Christian uh, to cuss. Um, I, this is real late. Did y'all get my image of the T-shirt? Did that one actually go in? Okay, all right. So, so I, I, had, I found this picture of a T-shirt. It says, I love Jesus, but I cuss a little bit. <laughs> Don't raise your hand, but how many folk could, in good faith, wear that, 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 that shirt? I love Jesus, but I cuss a little bit. You, you know, you know it's, it's, it's really not whether or not you love him or you don't. Remember, I'm, I'm arguing. I'm arguing from... The inside. The point is, what's going on in your heart when profanity flies out of your mouth, when it rolls off of your tongue? What what what's going on in your heart? What is your heart saying? To cuss or not to cuss is, is about your heart. It's about what's going on in your heart. Now, my position, my position. My position, Jasper W. Williams III, my position is that you cannot be a thriving, growing, in a deepening relationship with God and your tongue fires off a string of profanity and there is no remorse or conviction about what you said or that you have grieved the Holy Spirit. My position. Jasper W. Williams III. My, my position is that, is that you can't be in a, in a growing relationship 
moving towards God. And you just, you mother, you, you son, you, 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 you can't do that. You, you cannot do that and don't feel bad about it. And, and, and don't realize that you have, you have grieved the Holy Spirit. You know, there, there are some professional cussers. And, and they, they, you know, when, when instead of some professional recovering cussers some, as, as well. And so when, when, when you cuss, when you cuss somebody out, you know, you, you should feel bad. You, 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 you should be provoked. Why? Because it's what's going on on, on, on the inside. Remember what my position is? I don't believe you can be in a growing, thriving, deepening relationship with the Holy Spirit and not cuss and not have some kind of remorse or know that you have grieved the Holy Spirit. But there are pastors that freely use profanity in and out of the pulpit. But my position is, 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 is that you can't be in a deepening, growing relationship with God and say those things and be all right with what you have said. Now, I want to talk a little bit and deal a little bit with culture. There is a desensitization that is happening in the American culture. When we hear profanity, our ears are beginning to perk up less. You know, there, there, there used to be a time, um, even in my life, in my lifetime, that, that men would not cuss around women and children. That whenever a woman, whether they knew her or did not know her, whenever a woman was on the scene um, or, or there was a child that was on the scene, that they would edit their language and, and stop, using, stop using profanity. Now you got some women that will outcuss a man. Y'all don't hear me, church. Barbershops and beauty shops are, are, are sometimes on par with each other. There, 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 there used to be clean versions of songs. And explicit versions of songs. Used to be. Now the clean versions. Are still dirty. You know when they edit that word. Just so they can barely make it past the rating. So they can get some play time. And you listening. And what they say. You know what they meant. But who, who was the last person that wrote a letter complaining? Who, who was the last person that reached out. Called your senator. Called. Called. Um, well, Ryan Cameron not on anymore. Uh, call, call the radio station and said, I'm offended at what you playing. I, I'm taking my children to school and, and the song you just, you just played, you, you're, 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 you're corrupting. You're corrupt. Who was the last, when was the last time you, you, you did that? And the reason why you haven't is because there is a desensitization that is going on in our culture. And our ears are not perking up. Here's another quote. Here's another quote. Um, here's another quote called Dealing with Profanity in, in, in Movies in an article titled Curses, a run of cussing in new movies. The U.S. 
today, USA Today reported Hollywood's hits are running a blue streak when the holiday blitz of movie releases. It has become more common to hear foul language emanating from folk cussing at Christmas? I mean, that's what's talking about holiday. Around holiday time, it's that they're, 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 they're making fact that the movies that are being released are including foul language and emanating from the screen. And, and more often than ever, it seems to be coming from characters we're supposed to admire. Richard Heffner, chairman of the nine-member board of the motion picture. That means he, he just ain't some fly-by-night person. He's the chairman of the board of the Motion Picture Association of America's Classification and Rating Administration, which assigns ratings on USA films, says that there seems to be more swearing in the U.S. movies than at any time in his 14 years on the board and that more profanity is being used by nice characters. Yet, we're becoming increasingly, this is what this man said, desensitized to cussing as we hear and use it more in real life, says the New York cultural sociologist Donna Gaines, saying something sucks was once shocking, she says. Now it's mainstream. There is a desensitization to our culture. What it's really saying is that the enemy is sneaking around the back door. If he can't get you over here, he don't get you over here. Before long, you, 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 you won't have an issue with what you hear because the devil just don't want your body and your mind. He wants your mouth too. Now, now, now some, words, some words are rude and some words are just without coof. You know what I mean? I, I, bet, I bet all of our list would vary. It's depending on where our own personal sensitization uh, is. Um, what I mean when I say the, there are some words that are rude or couth, I mean that there are words that you'd say that you wouldn't consider rude, but you would consider uncouth. And, and others would clearly say that that word fits on the no-say list. You know, we, we, all, we, all, have, we all have different metrics and, and different meters but but the question when whatever comes out of your mouth the question that that is begged to ask to be asked is what am I trying to evoke when, when, when I cuss am I trying to tear somebody down am I trying to be funny am I trying to insult someone am I telling a joke am I cut y'all know what gratuitous profanity is Gratuitous profanity is just when you just say stuff and it don't even need to be said. That, that, that's profane. Are you trying to get in, uh, 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 attention? The question is back to be asked, what, what am I trying? What am I tr really, uh, what, what am I trying to even, why, why does it matter? Why, why, why am I even talking about this? Really, Pastor, can't you find something else to talk about? Yes. But, a lot of us need to understand what your assignment is. Now, 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 now Jesus, Jesus was known for hanging out with seedy people, folk who had trouble. He, matter of fact, he says, I didn't come for the well. I came for the sick. 
Matthew chapter 19, verse 10 says, Now it happened, as Jesus sat at the table in the house, that behold, many tax collectors. And tax collectors were not highly um, highly respected. They were considered to be thieves. And many tax collectors and sinners. Jesus in the house at the table. And sitting at the table, he's got tax collectors and sinners coming down to sit with him and his boys. Verse 11, when the Pharisees saw it, they said to his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard that, he said to them, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick, but go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. If I, if I were to change that up a little bit, Jesus was saying, I'm here in this house talking with prostitutes and, 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 and pimps and, and hoes and, and, and dirty, dirty men, uh, tax collectors and sinners. I, I'm sitting here and they want to be here with me first. But you, Mr. Pharisee, you just out there trying to catch me. So I didn't come for the righteous I came for those that will repent. All right, I'm, 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 I'm going to try to get you, get you where I'm going. I, I believe that as the church, we're called to go to folk that don't look like us. Can I get a witness? But, 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 but if, if ever I tell y'all I'm going on a um, witnessing trip to the strip club, That is not of God or Alicia. <laughs> I, I, we just don't need, I don't need to be down there. Here, here, here's my point. Some of you can't handle being around cussers trying to show Jesus. You talking about, you know, you talking about, well, I'm trying to win them for Jesus. And you the one telling the dirty jokes. Laughing the hardest. You are leading the conversation. You, you got to know whether, you got to know if your tongue has been delivered. If your tongue hadn't been delivered, you, you need to travail a little bit longer. You, you, I don't have any witnesses in here. Um, you see, God, God wants to send us in the dark places. I, I never will forget. I was I was at a meeting and there was um there was a, for for the sake of teaching there was a, a clip that was being played and the clip had some had some profanity in it and um one, one of the people there came and said to me um they they, they said to me well uh, we're talking about other things that men struggle with but I struggled with profanity and this feels as though I'm being baited back into where I was. You, you can't argue that. I appreciate the person understanding where their, where their limits are. And, and, and I, I'm, not saying, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything else, but I need you to check what's going on on the inside. Let me get to, my, let me get to these, these, these points, these reasons with what's wrong with cussing, why, why does it matter. Here, here's the first one. Here's the first one. Uh, reason number one, 
What's wrong with it is that cussers represent ill representation. When, 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 you, when you use profanity, it is an ill representation. We are called to be different. Y'all, are y'all waiting for the shout part? You wait for me to tell you God gonna turn around. You ready to see a dance? I mean, you you, you want you want Tim to bump me on the, you? Then come back next week, maybe. I'm tired of playing church. Tired of being in church and we got a form of godliness. And then as soon as you get in the car, it's back to the same thing you were saying the night before. And, and they, the folk ain't telling you about your mouth and looking on the inside. I want to grow people. My heart and my passion is to grow people. I might not be able to go and sit where you sit, but I want to make sure that when you sit down that you're representing the king right and that you look like a kingdom citizen. Touch somebody and say, we ain't playing church today. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't playing church today. You are an ill representation. You're an ill representation when anything and everything will come out your mouth. You are an ill representation of the kingdom of God. God has called us to be different. He says, you are the salt of the earth. Some of y'all act like pepper. Jesus said, we are the light of the world. And the only time light shines is when it's dark. So how are you going to have dark words in a dark place and talk about I'm the light? Some of us are confusing our friends, our family. we confusing our children. We say any and everything at home, but when we get to church, it's, it's oh, hallelujah. But at home, you were talking a different tongue that didn't need an interpretation. I don't have any help in here. If you don't say amen, I'm going to think I'm talking about you. I'm... You are an ill representation. And will you please stop trying to fit in where you ain't supposed to get in? First Peter chapter 2 verse 9 says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises, not the cusses, but the praises of him who called you out. You've been called out, but you act like you're still in it. What's, what's, what's wrong with, with cursing for those of us who are proper? You are near representation. Hey, 
That's the first reason why, why you ought to check your mouth. Because you, you, you want to represent God right. Start thinking about my kids. Enjoying about to go to college. Quad going to high school. One of the things I appreciate, well, I appreciate so much. We were, we were on, on, on our vacation, and um, I, I came back by, and the kids, the quad wasn't with me. The kids weren't with me, and uh, the lady said, uh, is your son Jasper? I said, I said, yes. Oh, he is such a gentleman. He is... He is such, he's a good kid. Yeah, my boy. You know, it's, a, <laughs> it's number four. You know, that's cute. He was representing his mother and my values. He didn't walk in. He hadn't borrowed a church robe or got one of them collars on. He wasn't talking. He had on his same Nikes or Adidas and his shorts and his, and his, his Supreme fanny pack. He had on that. But, but, when he, but when he showed up, it was something different about him. And then she, the salesman started pairing his light to my light. I don't have any. He was representing me well. When our mouth is full of profanity, ill representation. Reason number two with what's wrong with with what's wrong with cursing. um, Reason number two is it'll take longer to get you to where you're going. Nobody taking notes. Y'all just got eidetic memories, right? That means you can look at it once and you ain't going to forget it. You better open up a, a note tab or something and write, write these things down. Come on now. Come on. Here's the second reason. It, uh, 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 a bad mouth will take you longer to get to where you're going. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a shocking statement here. Holiness is still right. It's still right to be holy. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse number 14. Here's where I get my reason number two. Reason number two, it'll take longer to get to where you're going. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has right? See, we just think this is talking about marriage. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion, here it is, here it is, has light with darkness. So you the non-cusser, but you hanging out with the cusser. Y'all don't, y'all, 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 y'all don't understand. It says, it, it says, don't be unequally yoked. Isn't that what it said? Yeah, don't be unequally yoked. The, the yoke is a picture. It's, it's how the field got plowed. So you get two oxen, and you put the yoke around their neck. And the yoke is what would pull, pull. What's that thing go behind, a, go behind the ox? It's a, it, the plow. The, the, 
when you put the, the oxen in the yoke, they could pull heavy stuff. You don't put an ox with a donkey and expect to get the job done. I could have said another word right around through that, but it, it would have been uncouth. When you mix righteousness and unrighteousness, light with dark, you know, you, know, you get two ox and they plow together. They, 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 they go straight. They go in a straight line, plow the field. But when you put a donkey with, with an ox, when you put lawlessness with righteousness, when you put light with dark, that ox and that donkey, they can't get nowhere together. They start turning around and going all different kind of ways. Nothing is straight about their effort. And a lot of you all are going to be delayed getting the way you're going because you're hanging out with folk that don't talk the same as you should be talking. I wish I had a witness in here. Jack City. This ain't in my notes, but it's applicable. Some of y'all know I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get delivered from those kind of movies. Y'all pray for me. But one of my favorite movies is New Jack City. Pookie, Chris Rock played, 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 played the role. Pookie got hooked on crack cocaine that Nino Brown was selling, played by Wesley Snipes. Nino, he... He got hooked. Y'all remember that scene with his girlfriend? They had just finally got a hook. They finally got a hit. And they sitting in the stairwell. You the prom. I was the prom queen. He said, girl, you weren't no prom queen. You were the prom fiend. <laughs> the, the DEA, they, they flip him. Remember, that was the one that Ice Cube was part of. I, I, I see, right. I'm sorry. Wrong drink. Um, <laughs> I, I, Ice Cube was a part of So Ice Cube believed in Pookie. I'm, I'm sorry. Shucks. Shucks. Ice T believed in Pookie. He got him out. He got him in the rehab. Y'all remember when Pookie was sitting in the bed? He was just shaking. He was going through withdrawals. He was trying to do the... Fall on his ground. And then Ice T, he went and picked him up. He said, No, he got to do it himself. And then Pookie, when he, comes, when he comes through, he says, I can do this. Man, let me help you bring down Nino, man. T didn't believe he could do it. He said, Let me help you. I, I'm good. I'm good. I don't want that stuff no more. But he got around. Some of y'all seen the movie, huh? I ain't the only hypocrite. Okay. All right. You, you, you can't necessarily hang out with folk that's got the same problem with you. You won't plow the field with straight lines. Why? Because the Bible says you can't be unequally yoked. Reason number one, cursing matters, is that you're an ill representation. 
Reason number two is that it'll take longer to get to where you're going. Um, reason number three, I hope y'all like this one. You're not made for the dirt. You're not made for the dirt. You remember that phrase when you were a little boy? My mom will always say this. The Bible says cleanliness is next to godliness. Your mom will tell you that too? The Bible says. I got older. I started, where that scripture mama used to talk about? It ain't in there. Now, I didn't tell her it wasn't in there, but it's not in there. But the concept is, Matthew chapter 15, Matthew chapter 15, verse number 18, Matthew chapter 15, verse number 18, but those things which proceed out of the mouth, are y'all still with me? Read them the next four words. Come from the heart. But those things which come out your mouth, your uncouth words, or your profanity, those things which come out your mouth come from your heart. And whatever comes out your mouth that came from your heart gets you dirty. The, the word defile means to stain or to make dark. Okay. So uh, if, if you run into Starbucks and get you some coffee, and whoever you went to Starbucks with doesn't get coffee. When you get back in the car, whoever didn't go in to get coffee will, will agree that you now smell like coffee. You could have ran in and just used the restroom and come out, but the aroma is so thick until a brief trip will get on you and folk will know that you, 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 you've been around. You've been around, you've been around coffee. Same thing about cussing. That's why it ain't hard to find a fellow cussing buddy. Because they... They smell like a MF. They smell like a, they say SOB. They smell like some sugar honey iced tea. They, they, y'all don't want to talk. Y'all don't want to, y'all, we going to play like that for real? For real? So it's all right on the radio, but we, you're going to look at the preacher. Like I just said it, y'all. And so since you got dirt on you, somebody else that like coffee and got dirt on them, Y'all start battling back and forth. Isn't it funny you know who to cuss around and who not to? 
Can I tell you why? It's because you recognize the dirt that's on them is the same dirt. Jesus said this, that those things which come out your mouth, they come from your heart and they make you dirty. Okay, so, so the concept of the heart, the Western culture can, can oftentimes default to the heart meaning and being emotions. Um, but but, but there's, there's also another concept uh, from the Greeks and from the Hebrews. Our culture, we default to emotions, but there's something deeper that's there. The Greeks are saying that it comes from thoughts and feelings. When you use the word uh, 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 heart in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the Greek, it, it means thoughts and feelings. And the Hebrew, uh, the, the Hebrew word is labab. It, it, means, it means understanding. So when Jesus is making reference... To what's going on in your heart. Jesus is saying whatever comes out your mouth, it really is coming from your heart. It's coming from what you think, what you feel, and your understanding. So if I say, blank you, my heart is understanding and feeling and thinking, well, blank you. What's been coming out your mouth? Huh? 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 Where, 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 where y'all go? Where y'all go? You're going to turn the volume down. What's been coming out your mouth? M-O-U-F. What's been coming out your mouth? What you call your mama when she turned her head? What, what you say about the baby's daddy is really communicating your thoughts, your feeling, and your understanding. And the Bible says it will defile you. Will you touch your neighbor and say, but I'm about to take a bath. I'm about, I'm about to wash this stuff off me. I'm getting this dirt off me. I plead the blood of Jesus over all of me, my mouth, my heart. Change me, God. I want to think your thoughts. I want to speak your words. I want to represent the kingdom. I'm taking a bath. Somebody ought to lift your hands and say, wash me, wash me, wash my mouth, wash my mouth, put soap in my, holy soap, holy soap, wash my, and my tongue, and clean my teeth, and floss my teeth, and put some mouthwash in my mouth. You're not made for dirt. Kingdom people are not made for dirt. Maybe church folk are all right with it. Uh, I was doing all right till I got right there, didn't I? Church folk, they, they show up and they smoke outside on the parking lot. Church, church folk, church folk, uh, uh, the deacons be going with folk in the choir. Church folk. And the pastor all right with it. Pastor know about it but won't say nothing because the pastor got issues. 
Because the pastor going to one of the men in the male car. I didn't, did I, did, I, did I really just say that? Did I really just say that? Oh, the DL is real in church. You better ask somebody. Y'all don't like me now, do you? Y'all, y'all, y'all don't. I done made you mad. But kingdom folk don't like dirt. Look, let me tell you something. If there's anything about me, I tell my leaders, I tell y'all, if I get in sin, y'all come get me out. I don't want to be, don't let me stay. Sit me down. Go get me some help. I don't want to represent God poorly because the kingdom says when you find your brother in sin, go and get him. Galatians chapter 6 verse 1. I might have a lapse in judgment, but don't let me stay there. Come and get me. Because I'm not made for dirt. I'm made to wear royal garments. I'm, I'm made to carry the glory of God. I'm made to speak blessing. Will you touch two or three, four garments? You, you ain't made for dirt. You ain't made for dirt. You ain't made for dirt. Really, Jesus, I was trying to move on, but I need to press my claim a little harder. When you go back and you begin to study Matthew chapter 15, verse 8, verse 18, and verse 19, Jesus used the same word, cardii. Verse 8, he says, these people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart. Their cardiac, their understanding, their thoughts, their feelings about me. They are far from me. The context of Matthew 15 is that the Pharisees, he was talking to the religious people. He was, he was, talking, he was talking to the men, the, 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 the clergy. He was talking to the scribes. He was talking about folk that looked like they had it together on the outside. Church folk. Oh, church folk know how to pick their shoes to go with their purse. Church folk know how to sleep on Saturday night and don't mess up them curls. Church folk know how to put on them tarantula eyebrows, eyelashes, and bat them right. Church folk know just the appropriate length to wear they dress on Sunday. Church folk know just how much uh, baby oil to put on to where you don't look like a hoe. I'm sorry. I done, I done messed up our guests. I, I, I'm sorry, y'all. I, I didn't take my medicine this morning. I'm But Jesus said, church folk draw near to me with their mouth. I love God. Hallelujah. But their heart. Jesus, I didn't say it. He says their heart is far from me. Reason number one. 
What's wrong with cursing? You're an ill representation. Reason two, it'll take longer to get to where you're going. Reason three, you're not made for dirt. Reason number four, cussing is a sign of no self-control. It's a sign. Y'all, before I could preach this, I had to learn this. I, 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 need, I need to say, I, I'm first one to say, I've struggled with my mouth in the past. I, I, I looked right on the outside. But when I got around other folk that had been to Starbucks, I was right there with them. It, it, there's been some progressive deliverance. But I, I'm choosing to get yoked up with the right somebody that talk, the right kind of talk that won't let me. She got such a way. She got, she got such a way. Sometimes she ain't got to say nothing. You know what she's saying? Boy, you slowing me down. We're supposed to be yoking this thing. We got to get this line straight. You're going to make me late to get to what God has for me. It's a sign of no self-control. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. Ephesians 4, 29. Look, look at what it says. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. But I could stop there, huh? Huh? But what is good for necessary edification that it may impart grace to the hearers. I think we ought to read this one together. Come on, let's read, class. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. I could stay here for a while. Let me give you the Cliff Notes version. The word corrupt, it means decay or to be rotten. Okay, think through the list of cuss words and uncouth words that you know. Which one is not rotten? Even the ones that the FAA, you know, the regulators or the TV waves say it's all right to say. Paul, Paul says, don't let decayed stuff, rotten stuff, Come out your mouth. He, he says, but only let what is good for necessary. The word edification means to build up. Oh, don't turn me off now. Y'all stay with me. I'm almost finished. He's saying the only thing that ought to come out your mouth is stuff that builds people up. And, and this 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 what got me. That it may impart grace, good stuff, to the hearers. Re re reason number four is that there, there's a sign of no 
self-control. Boy, I wish I could stay here and finish this thing. The word self-control, it means the ability to control oneself. It, it involves constraint, the ability to say no, not to yield to our fleshly lusts. And self-control is a one of the fruit of the Spirit. One of, one, it's a fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Don't turn there. It lists all of the, all the fruit of the Spirit. And it says you've got to have more self-control. So if you, if you just can't help it, if, if, you, if you just can't stop, maybe it's because you ain't got no fruit in that tree. So you're right. You can't stop cussing because you have no self-control. I'm just going to give you this last one, and I'm going to move on. But re- reason number five, what's wrong with cussing? Why does it matter? Because it can lead to greater conflict. I ain't got no, no scripture for this one. I got life. When you get into a fight, what, what do you say? I'm, I'm not talking about now recently. I'm not talking about no bar brawl. I'm talking about when you were growing up. Oh, when them words get to flying. You talking about somebody's mama. Oh, you all love them. They start linking, creating cuss words. When was the last time somebody somebody said something said something offensive to you, and, and you you didn't feel some kind of way? I didn't want to. I want to. I'm gonna knock this. Say it again. Say it, say it again. You start changing on the inside. So then they cuss at you, and you get mad. You cuss at them and they get mad. They talk about your mama. Then you talk about their mama and add some cuss word. The next thing you know, we fighting. Am I right about it? If you just don't cuss, you can abate some issues. I'm I'm over my time. I, I finished with this. There was this kid. I'm I'm closing. I'm closing. Tim, I could say play now, but I'm not. Just in case. I'm closing. I'm finished. I'm finished. That, that was a kid who uh, grew, up, grew up rough life. And uh, he got caught up and ended up going to jail. While I was in jail, he got saved. And, and then he, they, um, so someone in jail started discipling him, showing him the things of the Lord. His pastor was coming on a regular basis and participating in that discipleship. And one day the pastor was sitting down talking to the, this, this kid. Um, and the kid said, Pastor, I, I'm, I'm still struggling with cursing. The pastor said, you are? He said, yeah. He said, I've dealt with this and this and this and this. But, but my mouth, I, 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 it's my mouth. I keep, keep using profanity. Pastor said, well, well, just cuss at me. He said, excuse me? Pastor said, come on, just, just, 
Let, let, let him rip at me. He said, but you, he said, oh, come on, come on, cuss at me. Cuss. Cuss at me. The kid said, I, I, pastor, I, I, I can't, I can't cuss. He said, come on, cuss. He said, but you're my pastor. He says, so you mean to tell me that me sitting here keeps you from cussing? He goes, you, I, I, I never cussed at you. He said, well, you've got to know that God is everywhere. How many folk feel deliverance right about there? He said, God is omnipresent. And all you got to do is think about whatever you about to say. God is sitting right there. Now, if you can't cuss me. I want the best for you. I want the best for myself. That's what's going on in your heart. All right, Tim, I'm ready. Would y'all stand, please? Got a phone call a few weeks ago and preacher friend. Third, third. I didn't even know he watched the stream. Man, you preached up in there. You, you preached. And then you got to the end part. And you sweetened it up. <laughs> Y'all, I'm tired of playing church. If it comes, it comes. When the glory falls, we'll shout. We'll go in. I, I, I got a hoop thumbprint on the inside of me. It's just some about it. It's in my DNA. But can I tell you, a hoop will not change you. A hoop will not get you into your destiny. It excites you, and then you don't learn nothing. I'm tired of playing church. I, I, I want to make an impact. Something happened when I get about 41, I start thinking about my legacy course I start thinking about my daughter my son and spiritual sons and daughters but then but then I start thinking about the seeds that I'm depositing in the folk that want to grow that submit themselves to the word that's coming and I'm starting to see that my legacy is growing I'm looking for a church with a kingdom expression body of believers that, that want to serve God with their heart, their mind, their soul, their will, and their mouth. Can I pray for you today? Can, can, I, can I pray for you? This is just going to be an extension of what we prayed earlier. Now I want to bless you with something. Before I, before I pray, let me just tell you that um, I'm blessing from a place of earned authority. I, I can't help anybody get out of homosexuality because I ain't never been in it. I can tell you what the Bible says, but I ain't never been in it. Never had to struggle with my flesh. But I, I, I have been known to use my tongue and cut folk up and some other stuff I ain't telling y'all. Today, 
I, ha- I, have, I have some earned authority to bless you in your mouth because I've been there. I've been without self-control. I've been unequally yoked. I've smelled like coffee. I've not represented God well. And it grieves me the impression that I made on folk by not representing God well. I was in the barbershop several years ago. We had these t-shirts called Got Jesus. And this big old joker, they're not a part of our church anymore. Big old joker had on, had on the Got Jesus t-shirt and selling stolen merchandise. You know, I told him, I said, if you don't go take that t-shirt off, talking about you go to the church. No, you, no, you don't go to no church. Take that. Take, you need to put on another shirt. You ain't represent me like that up in the barbershop selling stolen stuff. Y'all get it? Who you represent? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the power that's in your word. Lord, thank you that you are concerned about every aspect, every factor of our life, including, watch this now, our hearts. God, my, my purpose was to argue, not for. My purpose was to argue from within. Lord, we put our hearts on display now. We give our hearts back to you. We give our thoughts, our understanding, our concepts. We give it back to you now. We will not let the enemy win by just simply asking that the blood of Jesus be pleaded over our mouth. Father, we extend the blood cleansing nature of the blood to our hearts. It's what comes out of our mouth. It comes from our heart. Lord, wash my heart. Make my heart anew. Make it a fresh God. Cleanse my heart. If you clean my heart, my mouth will stay clean. Oh, I want to represent you, God. I want to represent you in everything. I want to be the light. I want folk to see the light. I want them to see the light that's burning on the inside. Tired of playing church. Thank you that you're raising a kingdom army of folk that are kingdom minded. That want to do a kingdom work. Hallelujah. If you haven't, why don't you go ahead and just ask the Lord to wash your heart. Just ask him to wash your heart. Make my heart new. No more dirt. No more dirt of that kind. No more dirt. No more dirt. God, make me look on the inside the same way I look on the outside. Consistent with kingdom characteristics. I bless you. Raise those hands. Raise those hands. I bless you to change your vocabulary. I bless you to speak words that are grace-filled. I bless you to speak words that will edify folk that are around you. I bless you to speak words that Jesus would speak. I bless you to become aware of what's coming out of your mouth. I bless you to go and unyoke yourself from a donkey.
Bless your vocabulary to be Holy Spirit approved. And I say to you that your self-control will grow. The ability to control your tongue, it will increase, it will improve. You're made with the nature of God. God would never tell you to do something he didn't equip you to do. Father, we pray that you would give us lessons on increasing the fruit of self-control in our life. Lord, do what you want to do with this word. Take it as far as you want to take it. Father, I pray that there's some deputies in here that will go and speak this word tomorrow at lunch, that will go and post it and share this word on Facebook and wherever else, that we would be a light. We would be a light. We would be a light. Make us a testimony. While heads are still bowed and eyes are still closed, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you've never been saved, you've never been saved, you've never given Jesus your heart. I didn't say you never...